Hey, it's Slowdown producer Micah. What poems have helped you slow down, have made you stop and reflect? We want you to send us your selections for a series of upcoming episodes. Head to slowdownshow.org community to submit, or go to our Instagram at slowdownshow to find out more. I'm Major Jackson, and this is The Slowdown. One mother of a player on my son's lacrosse team would not sit in the bleachers during a game. Emma Pearl believed if she took a seat beside other parents, her part body would jinx our children's team and cause a loss. And thus, she opted instead to walk the periphery of the field. The entire game. Even during halftime. I understood We all at some point perform passed-down rituals to impact the world in our favor. In some instances, to protect ourselves and loved ones from unwanted outcomes. With so much unpredictability around us, any effort to gain control over our so-called fate seems worth making, even the most irrational gestures. Such rituals are culturally fastened to our personhood. I come from a people who do not split poles, who toss salt over their shoulders, and who constantly knock on wood. My elder aunt is adamant that I knock on the table every time my turn of hand at cards is completed. When speaking about the dead, my uncle makes sure to hit his fisted hand on any object that looks grainy and some shade of brown. If I say something along the lines of, I've never broken a bone in my body. With visions of me falling off my bike, my family urges me to knock on wood and to stop testing fate. One theory is that the practice of touching wood has its roots in the medieval belief that trees contained spirits that positively intervened when summoned. Today's poem continues this faith, that we can somehow protect ourselves by acting out instinctive customs against bad news or fateful tragedy. A Funeral Ending with Beyonce by Charisma Price For Tracy and Ariana When Tracy shows us her bloated pointer finger, there is no ponderosa near, so I knock my chest until redness comes down the palm and God sends me every animal to pray with. She thinks she'll die this time, from the cat's bite. The infection is spreading to the shoulder, though it is only the finger that shows her sickness, fat and tan as the belly of a roadrunner. Tracy decides Ariana and I should emcee her funeral. It will be in New Mexico, under the watchful eyes of ponderosa pines, who'll coat her casket with the scent of vanilla. Fry bread is to be waiting on every chair, and I imagine my mother there holding my speech so the grease from the bread doesn't bleed through the index cards. She'll remind me that when her father died, 
everyone forgot he was struck by lightning as a young man. I'll forget to tell her I've been recording our conversations so I can carry her voice miles away from where she sleeps. I stiffen at the thought of her death and knock on the ponderosa, its bark redder than the amputated finger Tracy made us promise to put in the pocket of her dress, a lonely fire extinguisher that created the fire. The mourners finish their bread, and I jump in the casket with her. Ariana shakes her head as she turns on the stereo to play I Was Here. Who would the living be without the dead in the ground? The Slowdown is a production of American Public Media in partnership with the Poetry Foundation. This project is also supported in part by the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. To get a poem delivered to you daily, go to slowdownshow.org and sign up for our newsletter. Find us on Instagram at slowdownshow. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts.